Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are going to talk about one of, I have two main topics that I get asked regularly, triggers and boundaries. And I think if you are to go back in the over 340 episodes that I've recorded, I think I've done at least a handful on each. And it's no secret that right now, especially as we're coming into the holiday season, that boundaries is a topic that has come up regularly in my DMs, in my comments. And it is the one that when I post about it, it seems to definitely trigger some people. So we know if something is creating a trigger for us, then there is something more that we can learn in that process. Not that we're doing anything wrong. It's just that we can learn something more. So I really want to talk to you about boundaries. And I'm going to say this with love because this is how I say it. It is your responsibility. No one is going to walk into your life tomorrow and say, oh my gosh, Marsha, you look stressed. Here's some boundaries. And don't worry, I'm going to go talk to everyone else and make sure that nobody gives you a hard time and they completely respect your boundaries. It's not going to happen like that. It just isn't. It's actually not. In fact, it can be a real upheaval to put boundaries in place, set them, create them, define them, put them in place, and then handle everyone else's resistance when all of a sudden you change. And guess what? You're allowed to change. You can change whenever you want. This is the whole thing. When you recognize that something is not working for you, this is when I give you permission and actually encourage, nudge, whatever you want to say to create the boundaries because you are limiting yourself by not doing it. All right, so let's talk about boundaries. They are so important. They are necessary. They are truly a sign of self-respect. And I'm going to dive into a lot of different steps here on boundaries. So you might need to go back to this one and get a pen out, especially if this is something new to you. Okay, years ago, I didn't even know what a boundary was, to be honest. I had no idea. Six, seven years ago, didn't know how to create one, didn't know what it was. Every time a counselor mentioned the word boundaries to me, it felt like impossible word. It actually felt selfish. And I was a mom. I was actually a mom dealing with very high crisis situations. So boundaries didn't even make sense. I was dealing with minors. We were dealing with like schools, police, all the, it just, I couldn't even, I can't repaint that picture because I actually don't like to, to be honest. But just to explain that boundaries weren't there, I didn't get them, I didn't see them, and I didn't understand them. So it was something that kept coming up for me. And it's so funny when I look at it now, this is another lesson of how important it is to be real and honest 
and open and willing to learn because this was a completely foreign concept for me seven years ago. And I couldn't imagine my life without them now. And when things are slipping, this is usually the one of the things I go right back to and say, what's missing. So I didn't understand it. I didn't get them. And boundaries actually saved my life is the only other way to say it. For me, boundaries became a lot more about safety. It became a way to define them because I was trying to determine like, if this happened, then I was not safe and boundaries were missing. So how do I back it up and predict those things that were going to go wrong? Now, somebody said to me once that it was easier for you because your boundaries were about safety. No, no, that's an excuse if you're going to say that because it wasn't easy, trust me, but it was incredibly important. And it's important lesson that I know many people in my life have learned because they've watched it firsthand. So I had to really start to understand what the word even meant. Boundaries start with clarity about where you are in your life right now today. So I want you to ask yourself the first question is, where are you experiencing anxiety in your life? Like, where are you experiencing it? Where do you have that feeling that when your phone rings or you get a text from somebody and you look at the name and your immediate response is, oh my God, not now, like not now. I just don't have the time or energy or where in your life do you get asked for something and you say yes. And immediately it is followed by it. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I know I don't want to do this, but I don't want to disappoint somebody and I don't want to let them down. Or where have you set a intention for your life of what you're going to do? Maybe it's what you want to accomplish this week or your health or self-care. And then somebody always needs something from you. And it's like, well, I'll get back to that later because they need me right now. And if you're doing those things, you're probably missing some boundaries. And listen, there's no human alive who is has got this boundary game nailed down. It's just not there. It's something we all go through. So wherever you are experiencing anxiety in your life is likely where you are missing boundaries. So look at your day-to-day things and recognize what's happening. Like what is happening that's triggering that? And I promise you, you know the answer. I promise you, you do. Ask yourself a question. You know the answer. You might not like the answer. That's a different point, but you know the answer. Third, boundaries start with our values. Now, I don't know if you've ever done any of the core values. You've heard me talk about it on the show many, many times, but having clarity in our values makes it so much easier to say yes and no to things in our life and our business. And the easiest way to do this is to literally pull a sheet of paper off of Pinterest and type in core values. You'll print off something. It's going to be about 200 words and then go through and circle the things that actually hit home for you, the things that are important. And you're probably the first time you go through, you might end up with, you know, 30, 40 words. And then I encourage you to go through again and again and again and again and again and nail it down to probably five maximum. Now, Brene Brown in her Dare to Lead book has talked about really bringing it down to two core values because they are all encompassing. And so when I did this 10, probably 12 years ago, I was in a real crossroads in my life and I was ready to leave a brick and mortar business that I knew I wasn't meant to be in anymore, but I couldn't figure out how to get out. I didn't know what my life was going to look like. I had no idea, but I also knew I wasn't happy. And I knew that I was not in the space that I wanted to be in. So 
I did this core values actually was that whole weekend. So just picture I'm giving you a sheet of paper and I'm asking you to do this. We did it for three days. And as we went through this process, I nailed mine down to about five or six items. And when I came home, what I started to understand is that those, those key points actually are the standards for what I say yes and no to in my life. And when I looked at those words, I had them written down on a piece of paper on my wall. And I'm going to go from memory here, but I think at the time it was um, health relationships, fun, because fun is, is important, but fulfillment, integrity, and commitment. Now they could be broken down even less than that. And I think you can like break it down even smaller. But when I looked at those words and I then compared it to my own situation where I was considering leaving a brick and mortar that I was a part of, I recognized that there was nothing in my current work situation that aligned with my core values. Not one, not one. And as soon as that light bulb went off, I went, oh my God, no wonder I'm miserable. No wonder it's not working. And see, it's not about me being in this situation saying, oh, this was everyone else's fault because it wasn't. It was me deciding that something didn't work for me. That's ownership. That's a difference. And that's really, really important when we do this. So once you can get to a space of understanding what your core values are and what's important for you, then what happens is you then look at that to see how does this fit into my life? Like, am I, where are my missing boundaries to respect what I say is important to me? Because that's when it starts to get clear what's missing. And when you have decided those, those values, then you compare it into your life. And now you're going to start to see where am I saying yes when I need to say no? Where am I saying no when I need to say yes? And what happens when you do this is that you're actually going to take a closer look at your life and raise your standards, not your expectations. So raising your standards allows you to plan out your life according, accordingly to set yourself up for success. So what that means is that if I say these things are important to me, and the easiest way to do this is to give the example of health. If health is my number one value, yet I don't make time to exercise, move my body. I don't make time to eat well and nourish myself. I don't do the self-care. I don't give myself the rest. Then is it actually that important to me? Or do I not have any boundaries in place to put that, to keep it into place and honor what I need? That's a tough question. I want you to ask yourself that. And as I went through this, I started to go, okay, I am setting this expectation that I'm going to do this every day because I say that health is important to me but I'm not putting any intentions in place. I'm not planning it out and I'm not setting standards for what I want in my life. So what happens instead of raising the expectations of these big goals that we have to go after, I encourage you to instead look at raising your standards. Your standards are how you choose to show up every single day what you choose to do, what you choose to say yes and no to, what you choose to allow in your life, where you really become brutally honest with yourself and recognize what is missing boundary wise. Like those are standards. Expectations are all based in the future. They are not based on now. And so I would really 
encourage you to not put your energy and time into your expectations of the future. Instead, put them into the standards, which are your day-to-day operational things that you need to do in order to be your best version of yourself. Now, I recorded this episode. This is episode 341. I recorded Raising Your Standards, Not Your Expectations in episode 122, and it is still one of my top downloaded episodes that's linked in the show notes. So if you're really struggling with this concept or if it feels so brand new, which is all good, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. And then don't judge me on sound and everything because it was very early in my journey and it's all good. Okay, next, number four, boundaries are a moving line. I want you to think of it like a bubble that is always moving. A lot of people think that boundaries are this hard line in the sand with zero negotiating and almost being a hard ass about it. And I don't think that's it. I Because I think what's happening then when you come into the energy of that is that you're making your boundaries about refusing to let someone talk to you that way or refusing, like it's all about how someone else is behaving. What I want you to do instead is to take your boundaries as a sign of self-respect that it's like, this is what I choose to be around, how I choose to engage and what I choose to be a part of. And not everything needs a reaction, right? Not everything needs a reaction. You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you have somebody in your life who pushes these boundaries all the time. And that person, if you have always reacted to that person in a way that would almost create this argument back and forth, then I encourage you to ask yourself, do you actually need to play along? Do you need to react or can you respond? You can respond. Responding is different than reacting. Choosing to respond is recognizing that I don't choose to be a part of that. And sometimes it's actually saying nothing and just walking away. And For somebody like me, who was a fighter for most of my life and tons of spunk and fire and energy, this was actually hard to learn. But when I started to see that I was conserving my own energy, then it became clear. It's like, oh, wait, I want to do it this way. I don't want to do it the other way. The other way is like me with a rocket going off in multiple different directions, wasting my energy and still not changing the situation. So I decided, no, that's not going to work. So they're a moving line. They're like this bubble that keeps moving. There are going to be times where you have to do things that are outside of what you would choose to be your boundaries. Let's just be honest. There are times at Christmas, for example, that you might see family that you don't see that often, that you really don't see eye to eye with, or that maybe it can be a challenging experience. Do you need to run in with like guns blazing and all reacting to everything? No, you don't because you're wasting your own energy and not changing the other person. So that's a waste of energy. Let's conserve that and not use it there. So when you go into situations like that, it is more important that you recognize how can I get myself into the best state to go into this situation? How can I let go of how someone else is reacting and not make it about me because it's actually about them? And how can I just choose to show up as my best self? because that's what you can control. I can't control what all your aunts and uncles, family members are going to be saying, because that it's just not going to happen that way. But you can control how you choose to respond. And that's what it really comes down to. And the thing with not being the hard line in the sand, that's really important here is that your when your self-care practices are low, which happens all the time, or your stress is high, 
Those two go together. Don't know why we do this as humans, but we do. When stress is really high, we tend to drop off on our self-care, which is not even giving us a chance to handle what we have in front of us. Then when you do that, your boundaries are going to be the next thing to go. They're the next thing to be effective. So catch that before it happens. Let me repeat that again. When your stress is high, your self-care needs to go on the exact same trajectory up. Don't take your self-care as one, don't take your stress as one arrow that goes up and then your self-care as a second arrow that goes straight down and then expect yourself to respond is your best way possible and then judge yourself because you're not, because that's kind of ridiculous, right? You're not even setting yourself up for success. That's a cycle of self-sabotage. I love you, but moment. When you're self-sabotaging, you are setting out to prove that, see, I can't do it this way, or it's not right. And that's not true. You're actually doing that yourself. So see if that lands and how that happens, but catch yourself before it all unravels. So as we're coming into this holiday time where demands might be a little bit higher, ask yourself, where's my self-care game and how can I change it? or act accordingly, knowing that this is this time of year. If you're somebody, I am not an eating coach by any means, but if you're somebody who really eats fairly clean most of the time, and then you're going to come into the holidays, you're not, you're going to let your self-care go completely. You're going to eat horribly or put in a ton of sugar into your diet. You're not going to sleep very well. Did you see how you're not even giving yourself a finding chance? This is not about weight. This is about how you are helping yourself to show up as your best version and giving yourself a fighting chance. Okay. This is not about perfection, not at all, but it's about recognizing what you need and honoring it, following through and honoring it, catch it before it unravels. You'll save yourself so much headache. Trust me. Number five, determine where your boundaries won't work or where they tend to break down. We have to recognize where there are things that are not working so that we can put a plan into place to make it work. Our boundaries are all about us. They aren't about anyone else. They actually are not even about anyone else at all. We must set our boundaries to honor the goals, intentions, and priorities that we have set for our own lives. This is the only way we can conserve our energy and honor our energy to be the best version that we can be of ourselves. No one's coming to do this for you. No one is coming. It is 100% your responsibility. Like the quote from Mel Robbins, no one is coming. No one is coming to fix it. No one is going coming to walk into your life and make it all work. No one is coming to do this. And if they did, you might fight them on that because part of you would be like, no, don't tell me what to do. This is yours to fix. And it is a hundred percent your responsibility. And you are more than capable of doing this. Six boundaries are everywhere and they encompass everything. So I'm going to think about this boundaries, time, energy, people, relationships, demands, work, self-care, everything is impacted and affected by boundaries or lack of boundaries, all of it. So it's not just about an aunt or an uncle or a family member that's driving you crazy. It is somewhere in your life that you are not following through with yourself. Make the commitment to yourself and follow through. You deserve that and you deserve to give that back to yourself. Seven, don't be shocked when the people, when the people who benefited from you having no boundaries, don't love that you have all of a sudden created them. You are going to come across as selfish. They are not going to understand why they're going to fight you on it. They're probably going to be critical and they will meet you with a ton of resistance. 
as you stand up and speak and implement your boundaries. You can still love someone else and respect your boundaries at the same time. 100% you can. It's very possible. Trust me, very, very possible. This is where you learn how to respond instead of react. I mentioned that earlier. So when you catch yourself reacting a lot, you're probably in a space where there's no boundaries, where your self-care is low, where you are super low on energy and you're resisting and maybe feeling this resentment come up that it's like, I can't believe they're asking that of me. If you've always been the yes person and you have always given to everyone else without any, like any outward objection of any kind, then do you understand how they are, you're throwing them off their game. So you saying yes to you may upset somebody else because you're changing the rules and it's going to come across as selfish. It's not selfish, but it's going to come across that way to some people. And so what I want you to really do is look at this and go, no, this is me respecting me. What do I do when I'm in this situation? And when something comes up, one of the two phrases or two of the two phrases I use a lot in this situation is, okay. I say the words, okay. When somebody's upset because okay stops me from reacting to somebody else. Um, and it's literally just like, okay, whatever, that's fine. And it's not the whatever, because we know that that can ruffle a lot of feathers, but it is okay. It's okay. And that just allows me to not be in a space of reacting. When you do react with somebody on a regular basis, they won't get that. They, they won't understand that. And they might still come back going, wait, no, we're having a conversation. This is a conversation. It's like, no, it's not a conversation. It's okay. And the other thing is like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Okay. I'm sorry you feel that way. That was something that my husband and I used a lot with our kids when we were dealing with them. So instead of like one of the lessons I tell friends whose kids are younger, I wish I would have gotten this sooner. Oh my God. I wish I would have gotten this sooner. Say less, say less. I, that, that phrase can be applied to everything in my life. And I'm sure yours too is say less. You don't need to prove every single statement argument thing that you have. Learning to say the yes is a sign of self-respect. That's really all it is. And that has helped me to just be in the space of saying, okay, and sorry, you feel that way. And it's just simple. And being able to walk away when you probably have tipped the boat, rocked the boat or done something else. But this is you honestly standing up for yourself and respecting yourself at a level that no one is going to come and do for you. And you may get called selfish. You may get called a whole bunch of things. Please know in your heart, it is not selfish. And somebody who resents you and is angry about you creating boundaries actually might be somebody who is looking at it going, I was never able to do that, or I don't know how to do that. Or that's not fair because I used to do X, Y, and Z for everyone else. And they probably have some deep down resentments for that, for being in that position of serving everyone else. It doesn't matter. Actually, none of it matters at all. All that matters is that you put it in place for yourself. That's boundaries. Now I realize that we're coming into the holidays. You might be seeing family, you might not. And if you do stick to what you want as your boundaries, And that might mean that we will be here at this time, or we will be, we can help with this. Or if you are hosting, this is another one. I watched this in my family for many years, my family and extended family. Ask for help. 
seriously, ask for help. I got a family members who refuse to ask for help. Every time I would be like trying to bring something, they're like, no, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. But you could hear this resentment constantly because they're exhausted and would say, I have to do it by myself. And I'm like, you actually don't have to. We've been asking, but they won't take the help. That's still not on you, but do your best. But if you are that person, honestly, ask for help. Allow yourself to do that because we're not meant to do all this by ourselves. We really aren't. And it doesn't have to be this difficult. So this is are some of the tips that I can share on boundaries. There's so many more, trust me, there's so many more, but I was kind of hoping this would support you coming into this time of year. And as you are also in this space, I just, I think this feel called to share this. It ties in with it please recognize that you need boundaries regarding social media. You need boundaries regarding how much you show up. You need boundaries, like listen to what you need. I have clients who are building a business using social media and they will say, I just don't have it right now. I need to not show up. I need to honor myself. And I'm like, you go, that is fantastic. Because that's the whole point is that you learn to listen to what you need and you follow through. And in a very backwards kind of way, without even realizing it, what you're doing is you're changing your self-worth story within yourself. The fact that you are giving back to yourself, you are honoring what you need, you are following through, you now see that you are worthy of everything that you're giving back to yourself. And now you'll start to be in a position where, you know what, you're going to expect that from other people. You will expect that support, not expect, it's not the right word, but you will honor the fact if people will do it or not do it. You will, you are going to honor your boundaries because the more you put those things in place, the more you recognize how much better it feels to actually follow through, the more you're going to do it. And it's just such a beautiful loop that I want that for you honor what you need, especially if we come into this time of year, if you need more downtime, you need more rest, then do it. I was somebody that for years, every time it came to Christmas, I was so burnt out and sick. It wasn't funny. And then all of a sudden we had six Christmases to do in a span of three days. We had nowhere to stay. We were driving back and forth all the time. And people would say, well, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, well, it's been 27 years and we're the only ones driving. So I don't think you can actually comment on if it's a big deal or not. And we started to really put some lines in the sand to say, no, I'm not driving back and forth six times. It's not happening. This is when we're coming. This is who we'll see. And if it works great, if it doesn't, okay, I'm doing my best. I'm literally doing my best and let it be enough because it's more than enough. So I really hope that this lands for you. Please know as I wrap this up, I know this is a longer episode, but please know as I wrap this up, that boundaries are your responsibility. No one is going to come and do it for you no one. And hopefully these steps, as you go through it, you will be able to see what's missing, what you need to create, how to honor that and take that and look that into next year. Because as you want to create more, do more in your life and business, it's going to require more boundaries. It was actually very recently. I took one of my main signature programs that I have been running on a regular basis I have been working it like crazy. I've been offering free calls. I've been doing all these things, but I knew something was off. I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't know how to put it into words. And I didn't want to disappoint anyone, but I knew something had to go. And I looked at it and went, that's it. Like, this is it. But letting go of something that was a signature part of what I've done for years felt like I had failed, felt like I had failed. But at the end of the day, I was a very different person than I was when I first started that program. I am today a very different person. So I had to honor that. 
And I can't even tell you after honoring that, canceling something and opening up a couple different offers and things that were available, I, I brought brand new people into my space I'd never even had a conversation with. And it was easy. And I was able to honor myself and my boundaries and my energy and all the things. And honestly, it felt amazing. It felt amazing. And I was like, okay, I took a long time to make this decision and it actually wasn't that hard of a decision. So where can you look at something and create that change? The last thing I want to tell you about boundaries, it's going to be as hard as you choose to make it. It's going to be, if you look at it and go, oh yeah, that's great for you. I can't do that. That's not how it works in my family. You don't know what my family is like. Those are all excuses. I'm just going to tell you right now. They're also all excuses. They're I love you, but moment. I, they're all excuses. You get to choose your heart. It's hard to implement boundaries. You're going to decide what's missing. You're going to put it in place. You're going to be so excited because it's like, oh my gosh, I figured out boundaries and I'm able to do it. And then all of a sudden you're going to hit resistance that is going to be like, wait, what? Wait, you mean nobody's happy that I did that? No, because the people who benefited from you having no boundaries are actually the people who will hate you putting boundaries into place. So no one's going to be cheering you on for it. Don't do it for that reason. And don't stop doing it because of that reason. It may be hard to put into place, but it's also hard to stay in the same spot that's not working. It's hard to not move forward. And what happens is you get to choose your heart. You get to decide. You always have a choice and it's your responsibility. I love you. Seriously. I absolutely love you. I am so grateful for all of you. I would love to know how that this episode lands because it is something that is just really, really important to me is sharing this message of boundaries. They have saved my life in so many ways and I honor, honor them so much, so much. So, so I am sending you lots and lots of love. Honestly, I think this is the last episode before. Well, it's my last solo episode. There's one more interview coming out and then we will jump back in at the new year and with episodes, the very first Monday of January, as we come into January, we are doing a scripting micromind, a five-day intensive where I'm working with you to help you map out your script and what that looks like coming into 2022. It's a great experience. If you are interested in joining us, the show it's the link is in the show notes. You are welcome to join. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Honestly, the growth of this podcast is more than I ever anticipated. And I am so grateful, so grateful. So I am, I just, I don't think I could say it enough. We're coming into the new year and a new season. We have some incredible interviews coming up and I just, I'm so grateful for all of it, honestly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Have an incredible holiday. However that looks for you and your family, take time for you, listen to what you need, unpack, unplug, do all the things. And I'm sending you lots and lots of love and support. There's so many different episodes you can go back and listen to if you want to while you're off. But I just want to send you lots of love. Have an incredible time. And I will see you in 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes. And please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.